Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilly's Talk, where I'll be talking all about newborns from their first day home and beyond. So let's go. Hi guys. Thank you for joining another episode of Tilly's Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome back. Right, so last episode we spoke about just briefly about the baby's first day home. We just gave an introduction of what my channel is really about. And for today, for this episode, we are just gonna dive right into it as to what having the baby home for the first day entails and how the baby nurse helps the mom make this a easy an easy transition. Alright? Right, so let's dive right into it. Once the baby nurse arrives, the introduction is made with um, the family if that in-person introduction was not done before, right? The nurse herself now would get settled, um, meet the baby, check out the baby's room as if it's a living nurse, then they would normally stay in the baby's room because they are basically tending to the baby. Right, so the baby nurse check to ensure everything is in place, such as like diaper wipes, the swaddle is there, bath supplies, ensure the bassinet is set up and ready. Everything again for the baby. So we check the baby's closet and drawers, ensure that everything is organized and in place. So we also try to have a talk with mom to find out if the baby will be breastfed or bottle fed, because I know that not everyone breastfed. Some mothers choose to, for whatever reason, maybe health reason or just their personal choice to bottle feed. I know that person's almost say, oh, giving the baby breastfeed is the best and it has all the nutrients and nutrition. Yes, it is. But mothers who choose to bottle feed, they're not taking away anything from their baby either. You still have a healthy, happy baby who bottle feed. So we will check with the mom whether they're doing breastfeed. I'm sorry, yeah, breastfed or bottle fed. If it's breastfed, then we try to arrange a time when we'll be taking the baby to the mom or when the mom will be having, you know, want to take the baby for their personal cuddle time, cuddle session, mommy, baby bonding. So we get that information. If it's bottle fed, we ensure that all the formulas are there. The bottles are sterilized. The um, whole station is set up, set up rather for the bottle. So as soon as the baby needs their feeding, we have everything in place. So once all the communication is finished and everyone has an agreement, how the schedules and the time will work out, and we ensure that the baby's room is well put together, well organized. Then we can just give mommy a break. Let mommy go have some me time, go relax, take some stick a shower, sleep, do whatever she does to relax. Right? So now we are on to the baby. So let's go. <laughs> so baby, it's baby's fresh out the oven, right? So as I would put it, to your bundle of joy <laughs> is here and ready. They have been in the placenta for nine months so they are not aware of night and day everything is night to them so they're just going to be sleeping 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 
to know the baby nurse would know have the task of having the baby regulate from night to day right so because all baby knows now is the eat sleep poop pee and repeat <laughs> so now the baby nurse would have the task of regulating from night to day and it's pretty i would say easy in a sense Right, because we will be surprised how easily the baby adapts once you set them on our schedule. So first we are going to touch on feeding. So we're going to touch the feeding and a few and I'm going to touch back on the night and day um, scenarios and how we can change our baby over. So first for the feeding. I know that for some moms, they get home and you know, you're not at the hospital anymore to have the nurse take over or to oversee or to chip in. So you are, say you're by yourself and the baby nurse is not there. If the baby nurse was there, then they say, what would happen? So some I've heard of mom saying, you know what, to take home the baby. And they will stop crying. So just feed them because automatically the baby cries, you feel that they are hungry. So they will stop crying. So we feed them. But to be honest, Feeding them each time they cry is doing more harm than good, so to speak, right? Yes, the baby will be eating often, but you want to ensure the baby has a chance to digest after each feeding. So schedule must be set. Why a schedule so early, you may ask? Well, for newborns, they're not like us adults. So newborn digestive systems are not fully developed as yet. I thought it takes a while to break down each feeding after, break down rather the food, the formula, the breast milk after every feed. So if it is that we are feeding every time that the baby cries, then that is going to make the baby even more fussy and uncomfortable. And they're always, they're just going to be in a mood basically because their little tummy is not really digesting the food as quickly as we expect. And crying doesn't normally mean that the baby's hungry. They could be wet. They could poop. They could have poop. Or they're just crying for crying's sake. They're in this new world. They know nothing about it. It's strange to them. So they're crying. All right. But as it relates to the feeding, yes, a schedule is very important. For me, I keep a journal. So the journal would make note of their eating, their feed time, their sleep time, their poo, their pee, right? But in this technological world or this technological era, we now have apps um, that the parents can use. So the baby and the nurse can have access to, sorry, the baby and the parents rather can have access to their daily routine. So for me, I start them off on a two-hour schedule. So it can be two hours, it can be three hours. Each baby is different. So you have to proceed with what suits your babies, right? So that means the baby, say we're going to use a three-hour schedule. So that means the baby is fed every three hours. And feeding should take no more or no longer than 30 to 45 minutes max. So 45 minutes should be the max. So let's use the two-hour schedule as an example. That would be one and a half hour up, one and a half hour down. 
What that means is that the baby is, or you try to keep feed the baby, keep the baby awake with activities for one and a half hours, and then put them down for their nap for another one and a half hour. So for the entire day, back into the night, we keep the three hour schedule. So say the baby wakes at 8 a.m., their first feeding would be at 8 a.m. to 8.30. You then have one hour to engage with the baby, whether it's listening to music, going for a walk, you have playtime, whatever you choose to do to keep the baby engaged. After which, the baby is tucked in at 9.30. So 8.30, sorry, 8 o'clock to 9.30, that's one and a half hour. So the baby now gets one and a half hours sleep. Then the routine starts all over again at 11 a.m. So you stick with that schedule and you'll be surprised how quickly the baby adapts to the schedule. Trust me, they do adapt very quickly. All right, so let's do a rundown of the start of the feeding and putting back to taking a nap. So say the baby wakes up at 8, right? So you take the baby up. You unswallow the baby, first you change their diaper. Because once the baby wakes, you change the diaper. Before you put them back to sleep, you change the diaper. So if the baby wakes, you change their diaper. You should already have their bottle ready. And if, or if it's breastfeed, you know that mom is waiting for the baby. So say it's bottle feed. So the baby wakes, you take the baby to, sorry, you change the diaper, and it's now time to feed. Again, the feeding should last no longer than 30 to 45 minutes. So say 30 minutes, um, the baby's feeding. What I normally encourage while feeding is once the baby reaches half the feeding, then we burp them, right? For some baby, once you're feeding and you take away the bottle to burp, they will scream Bloody Mary. You can give it back to them. So to end the frustration there from the baby because I'm hungry, why are you taking my bottle? Give me my bottle. I didn't tell you I want to burp. Give me my bottle. So you give back the baby their bottle, right? But I encourage in between burping so the food can, you know, easily digest. So the burp takes away that little bubble or air of gas and open up space for more feeding and for the baby to fully um, drink the entire bottle. So if you're feeding your baby, you haven't burped the baby, and you realize when you reach maybe three quarters of the bottle and they don't want any more, ensure that you're burping the baby regular in order for them to take the full bottle. All right, so you burp the baby, baby's finished feeding. You burp again to get that last bit of excess gas from the baby's stomach so they can be comfortable in their uptime and fine. Baby burp. You want to keep the baby upright for a while. They have just fed, so you don't want to put them to lie down back on their back or anything like that, because then you're that, that's going to cause for the food to come right up back. The same way if you eat and you lay down immediately, then your stomach feel unsettled, like you want to burp or you want to throw up. Same thing for the baby. They're just tiny humans, so same rule applies. So you want to keep that baby upright for a little, maybe a 15, 20 minutes, depending on your baby. And then you can have your playtime, your fun time. So to keep the baby engaged, to keep them awake. Remember that they're prone to fall, um, to fall asleep. I was going to say fast asleep. <laughs> Remember that they're prone to fall. Here I go again. They're prone to fall asleep. So you want to do everything in your power to keep them up. Play some music. Plastic placards, keep them engaged, keep their little eye, their tiny eyes moving. 
walk time, snuggle time, mommy saying to baby or daddy want to have his time with the baby, as long as you keep them up within that hour or for that hour. After which, baby, now is exhausted, they're yawning, they're getting fussy, I want to go to sleep, put me down, damn it, put me down. So now you swaddle your baby and we're going to touch on swaddling in my future episodes. We will swaddle your baby and you put baby down to sleep for their one and a half hour. And you get one and a half hour time to just sit and meditate and have that time for yourself. <laughs> okay? And we want to make sure that when we're swallowing the baby, the baby has foot, foot room rather. So you don't want to swallow them where their foot are all their feet rather are all unched up. And they can't stretch their feet. No, that will cause hip problems. So you want to make sure you have a big enough swaddle where their upper body is all tucked in nice and tight because that have them sleep longer. And that now the foot part, they can kick, they can lift their feet, they can do all of that. So give their foot part room space. All right. But like I said, we're going to touch on swaddling in future episodes. So we go through that more in depth. But... That's just the rundown of the up, feeding, playtime, put back down. Okay? And that's it for today's episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out to listen to my podcast. I really do appreciate it. Tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Tilly's Talk. Until then, go be great. Toodles!